Welcome to the Wealth Edit Podcast, a place where talking about finances is only polite. We talk to women and hear the stories behind how they have built their beautiful lives, whether that be inside or outside the home. I'm Emily Glaster, and on this show, Lauren and I interview Kelsey Greenfield of The Body Shop, a New Orleans-based fitness community hub. Kelsey discusses how she turned her early love of fitness into a business and how she has quickly pivoted as a result of COVID. She also discusses how she built a solid online community with a strong brand awareness. Okay, well, thank you so much for being here and just talking to us, chatting. This is what we do as we highlight interesting women in the city. And of course, you're at the top of our list. Um, We love meeting you through the Pivot Fund, which we mentioned before the last session. But anyway, just tell us if you wouldn't mind, um, you're the founder of the, the Body Shop, or Body Shop, a boutique gym that offers a variety of classes. And also you have a new venture, Shake Shop, which we want to hear about. So um, just tell us, and that's Superfood Boosted Shakes, Smoothies, Lattes, located inside Body Shop. So just tell us a little bit about you, your story. Yeah, um, so I have always been a very active body. I was a gymnast growing up, and um, I also, growing up, dealt with a lot of mental health issues, a lot of anxiety, um, depression issues, and athletics definitely always kept that at bay. Um, but it was kind of a structured thing in my life. So when I went to college and that dropped out of my life, things got a little bit hairy. Um, it was my passion. It also was like what a lot of what kept me kind of regulated. And um, so college was kind of a rough time trying to figure out like what I really loved to do. I was a marketing and Spanish major. I um, loved Spanish, thought marketing would always be super helpful. And then I graduated and I started working marketing, I was sitting at a desk all day long, and my mental health took a pretty bad turn for the worse. Um, You know, I wasn't prioritizing movement because life gets busy, Um, and that's when I kind of got back into the fitness space, now not doing athletics, um, but more in the boutique fitness world, Um, and that's when I started teaching. I've always been kind of a natural teacher, and love to share my passion for movement with other people um, but I didn't really know that it could be a career um, I always laughed my dad kept being like well when are you gonna get like a real job um, and now like you know seven years down the line he's like immensely proud of me but it was kind of figuring out like what kind of career I could carve out for myself that that I was happy about you know mentally physically all of that and so I was working in the fitness space and um there's a lot of toxic culture in fitness and um i was experiencing a lot of that i was no longer it was no longer making me happy it was adding a lot of stress to my life and um kind of realized that there was space for it in new orleans um we don't have a huge fitness community like you see in a lot of like coastal cities um and We have some great universities in town. I uh, really connect with kind of that age group because that was a really hard time in my life. And I kind of wish I had another outlet um, that was like a healthy, feel good space. And so those kind of two things were my motivating factors. Like there's a market for it um, outside of, you know, the market that already knew in boutique fitness, but there's an underserved population. Um, 
and just to approach fitness in a different way. So like our whole foundation with Body Shop is to make fitness fun, um, to move in a way that feels good in your body and to just show up as you are. I think there's a lot of this, I have to get in shape to go to the classes. Um, you know, you guys just were in the room with me. The lights were a little bit brighter than normal, but usually it's super dark in there. So people can just feel comfortable coming as they are. Um, the room is heated, although with COVID times are a little weird with the masks, so it's not super heated now. But so everybody's sweating. Nobody's like self-conscious about crotch sweat. Like if if you're moving and feeling good, like I'm like normalized crotch sweat, whatever, you know? And so a heated room will do that. Um, so yeah, and that's kind of, the purpose behind Body Shop. I also, um, I love leading people. And so being able to manage a team of like incredible humans who are making differences in people's lives and the way that they, um, the relationship they have with their body um, and introducing kind of people to movement or introducing to people to movement in a different way. It being less about like how it makes you look and more about how it makes you feel. Yeah, I, I love that. and. You know, what I hear when you're talking and one of the things that we oftentimes talk about on the Wealth Edit and we're like interviewing women are those women that like find their passions early in life and then and really have a heart for what they're doing and how important that is to give you like that extra boost to keep like pushing and to create something that's different. That's a safe space for like, you know, where that passion can thrive. And I hear you talking, I'm like, I want to go to that gym because I do. I, I had a knee replacement. I feel self-conscious about it. I'm always having to make modifications, you know, and it's just, it's really neat how you've turned that passion into a business. And not only have you turned it into a business, you've done a great job. Lauren and I are obsessed with your marketing, your logo, your Instagram. I mean, do you pull from your marketing background and college have you always been creative like that so my strength is definitely like the like I have a very clear sense of like what the brand is um and how it looks I actually hired um someone in-house to do our marketing she's like a graphic design guru um I am very good at um hiring for my weaknesses and like digital design graphic stuff which is so important it's not my strength um so i actually i say i imported her from new york but um instagram's a beautiful place we connected through there um she is a phenomenal young woman she's so what you see on instagram all of like the awesome like posts and like just all of our graphics and stuff that's antonia so gotta give her a shout out um but my role and that's really a, just a strong sense of like what our story is and what the story we're trying to tell um is and then how to get that across to people who have never been in body shop right because I have no doubt that if you come in you're going to feel that you're going to witness it like but how do you reach people that, that have, are maybe not in New Orleans we have a digital streaming service now how do I you know grow our reach beyond this one brick and mortar for now and that's not opening another one right now but in the future and so yeah that's that's the fun part for me um and it comes kind of naturally because there's so much purpose behind it totally well and i mean talk about that for a minute so we had to shift overnight i mean we had to do that too with the wealth edit uh, digital, going digital was kind of in the long-term plan not the short-term plan then COVID 19 hit so Tell us how you kind of navigated that. I mean, you were so resourceful 
And you did it. Yeah. yeah, you did a quick turnaround because we were yes. talking to you. Yeah. We were like on it within. Four it was it was twenty four hour turnaround. So we we closed on a Monday and we had a um, virtual class on a Tuesday. So um, we were up all night like figuring it out. But we had more people in that Zoom class than we would have been able to have in our studio. And so um, one of like the the things that one of my descriptive words for myself, like in our trainer bios is I am resourceful and I'm resilient. So I'm a problem solver. Um, I approach things of like, there's always a solution. Um, you just gotta look for it. And a lot of times it's not the first thing you try and that's okay. Like, don't be afraid to screw up. Like we started with Zoom and then we, we went through a million different iterations of like how to and then the internet was terrible. And so we were like very inconsistent. People would tune in live. We we're trying to create a community like people could chat in and keep that community. I think that's what makes group fitness super unique and draws a lot of people is that it's, it's a community thing. You could go on YouTube and you could do any video by yourself at home, but like what would make you want to stay with Body Shop, um, you know, pay for it. There's a lot of free fitness around. And so these were things we were trying to, you know, think about and then make in, in a virtual way, right? Community in person is much easier to foster. Community, when people are all across the country going through a collective, you know, trauma together. Um, and how do we keep our community supported and connected? And so there was, again, lots of purpose behind us hustling and figuring out, like we were hearing daily from people how it was like the one thing in their day that like they were looking forward to or like pulled them out of like the depressive state that I think as a world we were kind of like living in like our baseline very changed very quickly um and it was a lot lower like lower energy um and it was just a scary time so there was a lot of purpose between you know behind hustling to get it going and it's great because now we we film every week we've got over a hundred um subscribers are on demand all over the country all over the world like really we've got a guy in germany who's like loves it shares with all his friends so um it was really hard <laughs> it was really hard we were four months old um when we had to close and so but it's been now very rewarding being able to keep that going and expand our reach um, well, we can identify with that because the wealth of it was a very similar situation. We launched on March 8th and then went in quarantine March 15th. And we had planned to do in-person um, gatherings as well and had to make a shift, not as quickly as we did. But we, our motto has been like present over perfect. Like we just have to keep trying. I was, you know, we try something and it works and we don't. Uh, you know, some of them were like, let's scrap that. And, and, I, and it, I will say, and I don't know if you've seen this, but like people have been very forgiving as well. You know, there's just been a very sweet response to it. Like, we know you're trying, you know, and after us trying, I know I am way more um, like patient with the other person that's trying to do it. Cause I'm like, I get it. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So tell us, tell us what, what else you're working on. Cause it seems like you are always coming up with some way to diversify with the shakes and everything. What's next? Yeah. Um, so yeah, after we reopened, we took on shake shop. And so we built that out. So we, it's, it's doing really well. We had someone in um, the studio that we were subletting space to before and COVID hit and things happen. And 
Um, so we were like, we could do this. Um, so it's really, I think it's growing that, it's figuring out um, just kind of how to engage new people. It's a tough time to uh, grow the community. I think there's a lot of like uncertainty. I totally understand not everybody is comfortable coming into a fitness studio. Um, I do, you know, pride ourselves that we've made a safe space. Like safety has always been the number one thing. Um, but letting people who have never been in before, I think there's a lot of trust involved and in when people are deciding to go out and do things in the world now. And so um, our focus is kind of on building trust and finding the best way to communicate that to people who aren't already in our community as members um, in order to keep growing through this time. Um, so that, and then also just developing talent. That's like a very, um, that's I think one of the pain points in fitness is finding, finding really good talent um, that is on, you know, connects to like our vibe, you know, someone who is approachable and playful and, you know, great at what they do. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm focused now. We are growing the team and this, I say it's allowed me more time during the pandemic. It hasn't, I'm probably busier than I was like right before we shut down, but um, just carving out time differently to either take the um, people we already have working here and help develop them further um, or to just be kind of seeing who else is out. A lot of people have returned back to New Orleans, you know, talent who's been living in New York or here or there. And so um, hiring is a big thing for us right now and a lot of my focus. Well, we ask everybody this. Um, first, we want to thank you for saying yes to the Wealth Edit, but it's important for women to feel comfortable talking about money. So we ask all of our participants this, but why did you say yes to the interview today? Um, I think that anytime we can make a connection and um, even if there's one person that it resonates with, um, it's always you know worth your time, I think, sharing and being vulnerable, talking about money, it's not an easy thing. Um, talking about failures is not easy. Talking about success is easier, but when you hear the backstory, it's not so easy. And so I think just the more we can share and help one another out, um, I think the better. So anytime, especially in a group of women, um, when we can get together and just share our stories, there's always, uh, you know, through lines and things that resonate. We learn so much from each other. Um, so tell us if someone's interested in learning more about being part of the Body Shop community, tell us how they can do that. Yeah, so um, you can go to our website, bodyshopnola.com. You can stop in and say, hey, if you're in New Orleans, um, we're masked up and ready to greet you. Um, but yeah, you can check out our website. We've got our on-demand up. So if you're not in New Orleans, um, you can check out, we've got a three-day preview of our on-demand classes. Um, we're really, really good about answering emails and social media. So we want to hear from you. If you want to be a part of the community or you're curious, um, just reach out. We love new friends. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Well, Kelsey, thank you so much. This was so fun. And it was the perfect way to start our day. And hopefully we're going to get by. I want to come and get a, a shake and uh, um, yeah. <laughs> And I'm excited for the ladies who are speaking later today. It's a really great lineup. So congrats to you guys. Thank right. you. Thank so you, much. Kelsey. Have a wonderful day. Bye. You too. Bye, guys.
We hope you enjoyed our podcast today. If you want to learn more about our website, please check us out at www.wealthedit.com. The Wealth Edit is an online membership-based community for women looking to confidently discuss and expand their knowledge of personal finance. Our community provides a space for women of all ages to gather, learn, and plan their financial journey through virtual courses, weekly guest speakers, and educational content.